What's up, listeners? Thanks for tuning in to All Things Boston. It is Saturday, October 3rd. I'm sure everyone else has heard the news already. Uh, Cam Newton is now out for uh, the game. He got coronavirus, and it is shocking the league as much as the president getting the coronavirus is shocking the United States. Um, all worlds are kind of colliding in the uh, most watched um, arenas right now with football and the presidential election. Um, for me, I think it's kind of a more realistic play on what the coronavirus is. I think that this virus is a way more contagious, but way more harmless than we've ever thought. We've already had seven or eight months to study the virus and see what um, it does and how to defeat it properly. The death rates have gone down, but of course it sells headlines when anyone with a star name catches this pesky nightmare of a, I call it a flu, because it really is a flu. Um, and I think we need to just start kind of calling out the people that are the alarmists that are freaking out. It's enough's enough. We need to go back to living our lives. We need to go back to, um, some sort of normalcy. We can't just keep worrying about, um, diseases. There's diseases everywhere. And for some reason, this disease became such a hot topic to, um, really dial in on. And I'll say that we did a good job as a country considering the massive uh, loss we've had for an economy, but it's never enough for some people. They'd rather have us just been shut down this whole time and just rack up this huge debt and just pay everyone this universal income and hurt people psychologically and have this like mad control over the people and I don't agree with that. I'm not big government. I'm more of states rights. So I guess you can call me like a Jeffersonian uh, person when it comes to that. I think whatever, you know, it's always been the land of the free and the rights. And I, I went to Columbia at the beginning of the year and comparably, you know, it's still, America's still the greatest country of all time. But things like this, you start to wonder where is America heading now in terms of um, the government's reach in our lives? There's always been a battle back and forth how much the government can be involved. And back in the day, in the 70s, the liberals were the ones that were against all this government shit. And there were hippies and they're smoking pot and having free love and all that good shit. But now it seems like the left is the one that's like mask shaming and mandating these laws that the government, you know, the government shouldn't mandate anything besides be a good human being. And I understand that wearing a mask is part of that, but at the same time, you should never have laws that the government will arrest you for because the sky's the limit. I live in a city that has so many rules that it's so hard to just keep a track of all of them. You do it, but it sometimes becomes like a, you just don't feel like you're in that freedom. And now with the second wave, the second wave, everyone's talking about the second wave. Of course, this I knew this word would yeah, it would start trending in October up until the election because this has been a fear-based sort of movement and it's worked. There's people that will cross the street at night, you know, even if you're already six feet away. And I don't think they're ever going to go back to their normal routine. I think these people um, that have these anxieties, they just like, it's just perfect for them because it, it enables their issues. Where when you're younger, before, you know, pre-COVID days, we were trying to get these anxious people to come out of their shell and be more open and maybe give them some meds to help them deal with it. But it's now it's like they're, they're rewarding people that are displaying this behavior, which only enforces this behavior. And then, you know, I can't see 
I, it just kills me when I see like a family and all their kids have masks on. It's just really sad. I understand why, but I look at my childhood and I'm so appreciative how innocent it was and how I never had to worry about terrorist threats. I didn't have to worry about, you know, you had to worry about weird people, obviously. There was a, watch out for those vans. They might pick you up and kidnap you or um, don't talk to that guy down the street. You know, I heard he's a diddler. Like, you know, yeah, that stuff. Stranger danger was big. But we were never like, uh, Mom, I, I, I don't have my mask. Oh, go go to your room. You know, it's like we didn't have that, um, This what, what these poor kids have to deal with. So you only wonder how much they're going to come out with. You, you hear all the old timers that complain about this generation, this gender, and they talk about like bubble babies and all this shit. But like this kid, these kids are literally bubble babies. So just to you know, see like my play on this and anyone can take their theory. But like I said, the majority of us will get COVID it, just like the majority of us have gotten the flu or have gotten, um, throughout our lifetime. I'm going to say like, it's just going to be something like the flu that's going to come to us. We're going to get sick and we're going to lose it. Um, and we say the same thing. Don't go see your relatives if you're sick. And a lot of old people die every year on the flu. It's the same thing. Anyone that's like comp- immune compromised, but I hate to hear some like, some person who is overweight, who is unhealthy, complain about their rights and their this and their that. And it's, it's, it makes me like cringe that I'm stopping the world from moving because you are an unhealthy fuck and you can't get on a treadmill and lose weight to take care of yourself. So everyone else needs to work for you. And it's just, again, it's, it's ridiculous. And I think that we need to get to a country where we're going to move forward with this and we need to just put our fucking boots on. That's what we did. Anytime America faced adversity, we got stronger and tougher. We didn't cower and hide in our house. And I hope that, you know, more people can get behind this movement of enough's enough. I see protests happening around the world. I would never like an anti-corona guy. I understand that like when it first started, these strains were very dangerous and it was killing people. And the crazy part is no one knew anything about it. So you had like governors sending people back to nursing homes that may have had it. Um, you didn't have any policies in place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I understand that the whole start of it was a disaster and it was something to be very taken seriously. But now you got like people like Cam Newton, you got the president who should be like the one that, the last person that should catch it because there's so much protection around him. It's a common thing and it's going to come around like the common flu. I think, I think maybe the flu and the coronavirus had a little like flu baby and they made this new strain because... People are getting it, and then they're losing it, and then some people are sick, but we're not hearing the hospitals full. So I'm just tired of this rhetoric about all this. I'm ready to just move forward, and I know it's not in my control, but we as Americans need to speak up and call it for what it is. Enough's enough. You can't close restaurants again. You can't close the city. You have to, or if you're going to do that, pay all our mortgages for the next six months, bail everybody out that had to close up while they were gone. And, and that's fine. But if you're just going to tell people like, see you later, like nice knowing you, you can't do that. And it's never been that way. And it seems like the people who are doing this are a small, crazy liberal majority and just blows my mind. It it blows my mind. And of course with Cam Newton getting it, it's even bigger of a deal. Um, And the Trump thing obviously is a big deal too. But here's another theory that I have. I think Donald Trump, right? is going to take 
this uh, Renogen or whatever it is, and he's going to feel better. And that's going to be the vaccine he's going to approve before the election because it worked for him. If it works for like a 73-year-old obese man, it's definitely the right drug to take. Now, that's a bold take I'm saying, but he will find a way to spin this for his favor. So then people are going to say, well, you know, why should we trust Trump's vaccine if he's never had it in his body? But if he does and it cures coronavirus, then you really have some things to play with now. I don't think anyone should like not take it seriously on being sanitary and six feet away. I'm okay with that. But at the same time, we're just, it's, it's more to prevent the spread. But at the same time, we need to look at what the virus is now and understand that it's not this crazy as we thought it was. And we need to wake up. So the Patriots are planning on playing Tuesday. My fucking fantasy team is in shambles right now because I had Sony Michelle. I almost got James White off waivers. And, you know, I had the kicker from Kansas City. So that's just like all up in the air. But... It's just one of those times, like I'm on my way down to Rhode Island right now, and I, it's usually when I record a good, um, like just try to try to just talk about what's going on. It's it's such a. I called in the radio station today, and I was ready to just rip into these guys on WEI and just call them the biggest pussies I've ever heard in my life. Well, I have asthma. I'm not going on that plane. I'm not okay. Don't go on that plane. But if you got 22-year-old, 24-year-old, 27-year-old athletes at the peak of their fitness, and even the linemen that are big and they could be, like, dangerous, like, they're really good in shape. Like, those guys are throwing weight around the weight room. They're not, like, this dude at the fucking self-serve gas station that um, can't pump his own gas. Like, it it is what it is. Like, and I think we need to... We really need to organize right, and I think the politicians need to hear it. They need to understand that we understand what this is, but don't take our liberties away. We've done the right thing. We've stopped the spread to the amount that it is, and but let the majority of everyone else go out. And if they can't, if they take the risk to get it, let them have that risk. Don't just strip everything away. You got to keep these people fighting. You got to keep young people being able to go out. It's changed the game. So, hate talking about coronavirus, but I had to say that because of the whole cam thing, and I think you can make a positive out of this and really, you know, have that point that it's got a problem for a reason, you know, and there's a problem there for a reason, and it's contagious, and Cam probably did everything right. You know, Belichick's got a strict regiment. And you're going to get it. I might get it. Someone might get it. And you're not going to die. There are, uh, like, I'm granted, I, I have more risk right now driving down 95 than catching this virus. So that's my take for that. Um, I really don't have anything else to say. I hope everyone enjoys their weekend. It's been five days, no coffee. I've drinking green tea, which has been good. I've enjoyed it. But... I don't know. It's weird. I don't have that edge like I used to when I had a coffee where I could just like verbally just go in and my my brain was like, now it's just like way more chill. And I'm listening to like laid back music, whatever. But I do hope everyone has a good weekend. And if anyone really wants to talk about this and, and obviously disagree with me, we can go. We can do it. It's all good. I'll hear it from you. But that's all I got to say. Everyone have a good day. Talk soon. Peace.